we all know the importance of how we represent ourselves. The things we say and the things we do influence people around us. It's all about the message we are sending, including the things that we wear. Christians can be more aware of the messages we bring to others in their clothing with Covenant Press. Covenant Press is a faith-based Christian apparel and accessory store that is fearfully and wonderfully made. If you want to wear the message of Christ and Christianity, then go to their website at covenant-press.com. That's www.covenant-press.com. For the next 24 hours, you will get 25% off the purchase of $50 or more using discount code GROWTH at checkout. Sign up and become a member to receive points for future purchases. Again, that's covenant-press.com, www.covenant-press.com to get 25% off your purchase of $50 or more using discount code GROWTH at checkout. Tell your friends and family about covenant-press.com so we can all share the message. Welcome to Laquita's Toolbox, where we deliver relevant content in the form of tools that empower entrepreneurs to elevate personally and professionally. Good is only good until greater is envisioned. You know there's another level in you. Here we discuss the tools to get you there. Lean in as Laquita and her guests present you with strategies and insight for unlocking your full potential to realize your boldest dream. Welcome back to another amazing episode of Laquita's Toolbox. I am your host, Laquita Monley, and I am super excited about the guest that I have with me um, on the show today because she is definitely going to add some value in some amazing ways in our life. And I know many of you that tune in, you tune in to get the tools that help us grow as entrepreneurs, as well as personal growth and development. And I know that Dr. Debbie Silber can help us in both areas because when we are healthy uh, mentally and emotionally, that gives a positive overflow into everything that we do on our personal and business life. And so get out something to write with, as you guys know, and something to write on. Get ready to take some notes. Let's get this broad, this uh, podcast and share it with many others. Those of you that are uh, listening to us for the first time, thank you so much. Uh, please consider giving us um, a review and a comment and let me know how we're doing. Um, and if you are a return listener, thank you so much for your love and support. But without further ado, Miss uh, Dr. Debbie, please introduce yourself to the Toolbox audience and tell us uh, more about who you are and what you do. Sure. Hi. Well, thank you. Looking forward to our conversation. Uh, I'm Dr. Debbie Silber. It's actually my 30th year in business. I started in health, mindset, personal development. And then I had uh, a really painful betrayal from my family. Thought I did the work I needed to do to heal. A few years later, it happened again. This time it was my husband. Anybody who's been through it, you're blindsided, you're devastated, you're shocked. But I looked at the two experiences and I said, well, what's what's similar to these two? Of course, me. Uh, but besides that, and I realized, you know, boundaries were always getting crossed. I never really took my needs seriously. 
And I knew that something dramatic and drastic had to change. Mm -hmm. So uh, four kids, six dogs, a thriving business. I was 50 and I said, we're going back for a PhD. Got him out of the house. And I was like, you know, I don't know how I'm going to do this, how I'm going to pay for it, but here we go. And it was in transpersonal psychology. That's the psychology of transformation and human potential. Because I was changing so much, I didn't quite understand it. He was too mm -hmm. on his own, wasn't ready to look at that. And then it was time to do a study. So mm -hmm. I studied betrayal. What holds us back? What helps us heal? And what happens to us physically, mentally, and emotionally when the people closest to us lie, cheat, and deceive? That study led to three groundbreaking discoveries, which changed mm -hmm. my health, my business, my family, my life. Awesome. Awesome. That, that's amazing. You know, um, transformation and, and changing, it's hard and some people don't want to admit it. And, and then, you know, just even in a moment of transparency, like we are experiencing um, that right now, we're mm -hmm. brand new empty nesters and mm -hmm. having been together since I was 15 and he was 17, we, we've kind of grown up together. No kind of, mm -hmm. we did. And we really realized, my husband made me realize something that I didn't, hadn't realized that the vast majority of our life, we'd lived it to overcome obstacles, to be able to better provide for our five children. Mm -hmm. And now that big piece is missing. And it's like, okay, um, I didn't look at it like that. I looked at it as the light is the end of the tunnel because I've been living my life to for so long for that moment. But he had that vulnerable moment. It's like, I have no idea what to do right now. Mm -hmm. This is not, this is scary. Like my whole yeah. drive as a provider and husband, five pieces of that are now gone. So what do we do? And so just hearing you say that, it's like, wow, okay, yeah. I yeah, can it's a new chapter. Yeah. New chapter, new opportunity. So, you know, um, but Please go ahead, because I know you've got some tools and I got something to write with and write on to uh, to take some notes because we don't want to get lost and stuck in the transition. How do you know what are some things that we can do to recognize it? And uh, most importantly, what are some things that we can do to thrive and survive these moments? Yeah, well, how about this? Why don't I share what the discoveries were and then you can you can see. Awesome. Um, right. Yes. So so the first thing was I, I was studying um, betrayal and post-traumatic growth. And for those who aren't familiar, post-traumatic growth is if you can imagine an upside of trauma, any trauma, how uh, death of a loved one, disease, natural disaster leaves you with a new awareness, insight, perspective you didn't have. And I was like, you know, I've been through death of a loved one. I've actually been through disease. But betrayal felt very different for me. I didn't mm -hmm. want to assume. So I asked all my study participants, I said, if you've been through other traumas besides betrayal, does it feel different for you? to unanimously. They said, oh my gosh, it's so different. And here's why. Because it feels so intentional, mm. we take it so personally. Mm. So the whole self gets shattered. Rejection, abandonment, belonging, confidence, worthiness, trust, and it all needs to be rebuilt. So it didn't quite qualify as post-traumatic growth. It was like, yeah, you, you have to rebuild your life, but you also have to rebuild yourself. So I coined a new term, post-betrayal transformation. And that is the complete and total rebuild of your life and yourself after an experience with betrayal. That was the first one. The second one was, um, this was so interesting. We found that there's this collection of symptoms, physical, mental, and emotional, so common to betrayal, it's known as post-betrayal syndrome. Mm. And we've had, I don't know, 35, 40,000 people take our post-betrayal syndrome quiz on our site to see to what extent they're still struggling. What's so interesting about that is, you know, we've all heard time heals all wounds. I have the proof when it comes to betrayal, that's not true. That's not true. 
Yeah, because yeah. there's a question on the quiz that says, is there anything else you'd like to share? And people write things like, my betrayal happened 35 years ago. I'm unwilling to trust. My betrayal happened 15 years ago. Feels mm. like it happened yesterday. So mm. we know when it comes to betrayal, it's a whole different story. And it needs a very different uh, system and protocol and plan to heal. That was the second one. The one that was the most, yeah, did you want to ask something before I get to the I'm, I'm going to hold it. I'm going to put a pin in it because I oh. want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the, and actually I pulled some, st I pulled some stats every few months. I pull stats on the quiz just to see how people land. I'm happy to share some of those. The, yes, the third study, this for me was personally the most exciting. Um, what we found was while we can stay stuck for years, decades, a lifetime, and so many people do, and when I'm talking about betrayal, by the way, I'm talking about from a family member, from a partner, from a friend, coworker, self, right? What we found was if we're going to fully heal, and by fully heal, I mean from the symptoms of post-betrayal uh, syndrome all the way to that whole healed state of post-betrayal transformation, we're going to go through five now proven predictable stages. and. Okay. You don't skip a stage. The, the order doesn't change. And what's so exciting about that is we even know what happens physically, mentally, and emotionally at every one of those stages. And we know what it takes to move from one stage to the next. So mm -hmm. why is that good? Healing's predictable. So if someone is in that mess and they, and they recognize, you know, this is a betrayal and that's why I'm feeling this way, there is a predictable roadmap to move through the stages. And I'm happy to go through the stages if that would serve. That does serve. That does serve. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I map them. They're all in, in trust again. That's what we teach within the PBT Institute. I'll kind of distill it down for you here. Okay. So stage one is like a setup stage. And this is before it happens. And if you can imagine four legs of a table, the four legs being physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. What I saw with everybody was a real heavy lean on the physical and the mental, the thinking and doing, and not really prioritizing the other two legs, which are the emotional and the spiritual, the feeling and being, right? So imagine two legs of a table, easy for that table to topple over, and that's us. Stage two, this is the scariest of all of the stages, and it's the breakdown of the body, the mind, and the worldview. So right here, you've ignited the stress response. Stress response. This is D-Day, Discovery Day, you know, okay. shock, trauma. And so now you're headed for every single stress-related symptom, illness, condition, disease. Your mind is in a complete state of chaos and overwhelm. You cannot wrap your mind around what you just learned. This mm. makes no sense. And, and your worldview has just been shattered. Your worldview is your mental model. This person's okay. Don't go there. Trust that person. Like the rules that govern you, that prevent chaos. And in one horrific moment or series of moments, every rule you've known to be real and true is no longer. The bottom is bottomed out on you. And a new bottom hasn't been formed yet. So it's terrifying. But think about it. If you were walking down the street and the bottom were to bottom out on you, what would you do? you grab hold of anything you could to stay yes. safe and stay alive. And that's stage three. Survival instincts emerge. It's the most practical of any of the stages. If you can't help me, get out of my way. How do I survive this experience? Where do I go? Who can I trust? How do I feed my kids? Mm. Right? Mm. But here's the trap. This is the stage we get stuck in. And here's why. Once we've figured out how to survive, because it feels so much better than mm -hmm. the shock and trauma of where we just came from, we think it's good. 
We have no idea there's a stage four and stage five. Transformation doesn't even begin until stage four. So we start planting roots here. We're not supposed to, but we don't know that. And four things happen. The first thing is we start getting these small self benefits. We get to be right. We get someone Mm -hmm. to blame. We get our story. We get a target for our anger. We get sympathy from everybody we tell our story to. We don't have to do the hard work of learning to trust again. Can I trust you? Should I trust you? I forget it. I'm not trusting anybody. And so we plant some deeper roots here mm. now because we're here again, longer than we're supposed to be. Now the mind starts doing things like, well, maybe you deserved it. Maybe you're not all that great. Maybe this, maybe that. So we plant deeper roots mm. because these are the thoughts you're thinking. And because this this is the energy now that you have like mm-hmm. energy attracts like energy so mm-hmm. now you're attracting people and circumstances and relationships towards you to confirm yep this is exactly where you belong the misery loves company crowd they come around now too and mm-hmm. you plant deeper roots it gets worse but i'll get you out of here because it feels so bad but we don't know there's anything better here's where we resign ourselves we're like this stinks but I, I need to find a way to be okay with this and make it work. So right here is where we start using food, drugs, alcohol, work, TV, keeping busy, reckless behavior, anything to numb, avoid, and distract yourself from what's so painful to feel or face. So think about it. We do that for a day, a week, a month. Now it's a habit, a year, 10 years, 20 years, and I can see someone 20 years out and say, that emotional eating you're doing or that drinking you're doing or that numbing in front of the TV, do you think that has anything to do with your betrayal? And they would look at me like I'm crazy. See, that happened 20 years ago. But do you see? All they did was put themselves in stage three and stay there. That makes sense? It does. I mean, as you were saying, and I can think of um, just a number of people to include myself. I'm at the top of the list, right? that it's where, it's where yeah, we it's like that that's firmly stuck there and uh, as a as a coach myself but more so i've had that experience listening to people because i i'm a minister and my husband and i do relationship you know people come to us for deal with their relationship and sometimes it's an easy thing you know you talk to them and one, two, three, and it's over. But then mm-hmm. we've had some couples who like, no, you need to see a therapist because eh, I and can't help you figure that out, you know? And, but you've just really given me a solid answer as to why those, you know, hard cases, if you will, were there. And you're really right. Like one of the most recent one, it happened. It's an older couple. And it happened probably 40 plus years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But yeah. the wife didn't leave, but she's making the husband miserable. But you yeah. won't leave. Yeah. And I can't and, understand and why you don't make that choice. If it's that bad, leave. <laughs> yeah. And, and she's just tragically stuck. And, and that's the thing. And here's the thing. The, most people think, oh, let me just go to therapy. Here, here's what we find. We have a lot of people coming into the PBT post-betrayal transformation, the PBT Institute with therapy mm-hmm. trauma. If mm-hmm. that therapist isn't highly skilled in helping someone move through betrayal, it does more harm than good. But that's why this is the book that was just released last week from Hard to Healed. This is just for those stuck in stage three. Okay. What I found was, you know, trust again moves you through all the stages. But I found within coming into the PBT Institute and just in people that I'm running across and all of our certified coaches, 
we find most people get stuck in stage three. Now, here's the thing, too. It doesn't even have to be because of betrayal. You can be stuck because of a set of limiting beliefs that just don't serve. Like, for example, let's say you just, you know, it was something that you interpreted mm-hmm. when you were young and you created a belief. I'm not worthy. I'm not mm-hmm. lovable. I'm not deserving. Whatever it is, you are tragically stuck in that stage three. So it doesn't necessarily have to be because of a betrayal, but the five stages were birthed, you know, and discovered because of betrayal, but they apply to everything. But um, anyway, so stage three is by far the hardest place to get out of and where we find people getting stuck. And that's why I wrote that book from hardened to healed is just for the stage three years. Anyway. So if you are willing to let go of the small self-benefits and everything you get from it, mm-hmm. you can move to stage four. And stage four, this is where transformation begins. Stage okay. four is finding and adjusting to a new normal. Here's where you acknowledge, I can't undo my experience, but I can control what I do with it. Mm-hmm. So I always use the example of if you've ever moved to a new house, office, condo, apartment, whatever, your stuff's not all there. It's not quite cozy yet, but it's going to be okay. And when you're in that sort of mental place, you start turning down the stress response. You're not healing just yet, but at least you stop the massive damage you were causing in stages two and stage three. Mm -hmm. You know, what also is interesting about stage four is if you were to move, you don't take everything with you. You know, you don't take the things that don't represent who you want to be once Mm -hmm. you enter into that new space. And what I found was if your friends weren't there for you, you don't take them with you right here. Mm. So people say to me all the time, what the heck? You know, I've had these friends 10, 20, 30 years. Is it me? Yes, it is. You're undergoing a transformation. You're rising. If they don't rise with you, they don't come. That's good. So we found that a lot. Yeah. Anyway, when you're in this stage four, you're making it cozy. You know, you're making it mentally home. You move into the fifth most beautiful stage. And this is healing, rebirth, and a new worldview. The body starts to heal. Self-love, self-care, eating well, exercise. You didn't have the bandwidth for that earlier. You were surviving. Now you do. Your mind is making new rules, new boundaries based on the road you just traveled. And you have a new worldview, a new mental model based on your entire experience. And the four legs of the table in the beginning, it was all about the physical and the mental. By this point, we're solidly grounded because we're focused on the emotional and the spiritual too. Those are the five stages. Wow, that's powerful. That that's powerful. Give us real quick again the two books and where can we find them? Because I'm all about having tools that help me. So let toolbox audience um here are the two books. These are yeah, so can you see? So trust again okay. and from harden to heal. Now here here's the thing. So to get each of them, you can go uh the, the link is um the PBT as in post-betrayal transformation, thepbtinstitute.com forward slash trust again uh, for the trust again book and okay. the pbtinstitute.com forward slash from hard to healed for go there. The books are on Amazon, but if you go there, you get all kinds of bonuses too. Uh, but actually we, we just came out with a quiz. Now I have the post-betrayal syndrome quiz, which is really detailed and intense. I mean, you see exactly the symptoms that are lingering. I can give you that link too, but we just okay, came yes. out with the, uh, with the new book from Hardened to Healed. So we came out with the Healed or Hardened quiz. So you know, are you healed or are you hardened? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you could just, I mean, that's just healedorhardenedquiz.com. So we're going to take those quizzes. Listen, I'm, uh, those of you that are listening um, on the podcast, as well as, as viewing us on YouTube, check the show notes, check the description of the video, 
and those links will be in the videos. Make sure that you get out to those links. Click on them. Let's get these two wonderful books. Um, if you're saying, Laquita, I don't need them, you probably know somebody that does. And so let's be a blessing to one another and, and get those tools in the hands of those that can use it. And I'm going to try these two quizzes because I want to know <laughs> for yeah. myself where yeah. I am. Yeah, that's the thing. And and it's interesting because, you know, most people, especially and that's why we came up with the, the heal to harden quiz, because really what's going to happen is um, you're going to see exactly where you're stuck. And we we themed it where you 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 see which force of nature you are. It's it's really fun. I don't want to give it all away. You have to take it and see. I'm not no, gonna, I'm gonna, I, I don't want to spoil it. excited about it. I, I'm definitely going to take that because. Um, I know just, you know, just thinking back on some of the situations that we had ourselves. Um, one surefire way for me then to know if I was good or not good is based on a trigger. If something small happened and it took me to a very dark space in my mind. All right. You know, you have a little bit more work to do, you have a little bit more work to do and and you do the work like for me uh doing that work for me meant that it for so for me it was like okay god this is what i noticed is the problem what do i need to do to fix it and still su survive and thrive and so for us yeah. that that particular one of the darkest pieces for me was we had a struggle and um, my husband, we were stationed overseas at the time. And it was some, it was a really racist situation. And we didn't realize it in the beginning. We didn't realize it in the beginning. As the situation went on, we realized it. And it was, um, my husband had a senior position. Some people didn't want him to have that senior position. We do spank our kids. At that time, we spanked them, not beat them, but we spanked them. And so my son had been doing school had just started and we weren't homeschooling yet and he had been misbehaving i mean school literally had just started and only been in maybe one or two weeks and the principal knows us very well and so instead of giving david the harsh discipline that the rule book said was supposed to be he knew our family and so he gave us a phone call he brought david into his office he gave us a phone call at lunch and we had a conversation and, and the principal said, hey, Mr. Ms. Monley, got David in the office. And, you know, we know how, you know, your family is and we just wanted to have a chat. David's going to sit with me, do his work today and he's going to go back. And this is what he did. And he had the teacher told him, David, don't go to your locker. David was very adamant that before that class, because his locker was right by the door, his middle school brain says, I'm going to go to this locker anyway. And so the teacher uh, wrote him up for insubordination. And to top that off, he hadn't done his work. So he'd been insubordinate, hadn't done his work. And so he knew we'd had a conversation. David, don't go to your locker. Get what you need. Make sure you get this work turned in on time. Mm -hmm. So he, after school, my husband is his football coach. That meant you're not going to go to football practice because you have work. You're going to do this work. And so David told the nurse, I'm afraid. Uh, my parents are going to spank me and I'm afraid. Well, the direct intervention would have been bring someone to talk to David because he's afraid and then bring us in, have the conversation, see if it was a risk. 
Well, when that information was given to a particular individual who didn't want my husband, my husband at that time was a sexual assault and response coordinator, a very sensitive uh, position because they didn't want him to have that position. They immediately filed federal charges on my husband and me and situation just plummeted. Crazy. The more we found out, the more the betrayal got bigger and bigger. And so fast forward several years and we're here in America, everything ended up taking two years to resolve, but it resolved. We're back in America and my son is being the typical 17 year, he's 17 by now. He's 17 and I had a dark moment. He did doing typical 17 year old stuff and it was like, whoa, I'm still mad at you and I probably don't like you and how, what do I do with that? So we did have to take that for me on a very practical, very spiritual and it, even for my husband. So uh, betrayal, like you said, betrayal can come from anywhere at any time. Mm-hmm. My, my son had no idea what saying that was going to happen. But my thoughts, my feelings and my emotions didn't come into an agreement with that at all. And so, yeah, just thinking about everything that you said, I want to take that quiz to see where I am right now. Yeah. And here's the thing. We can spot an unhealed betrayal from a mile away. We see it in health and work and relationships. Uh, For example, in relationships, I see it in one of two ways, Uh, a repeat betrayal. The face has mm. changed, but it's the same thing. And people say to me yeah. all the time, why do I keep going boss to boss to boss, coworker to coworker to coworker, friend to friend to friend, partner to partner to partner? It's like the face has changed, but it's the same thing. Is it me? Yes, it is. There's a profound lesson that needs to be learned. You are lovable, worthy, and deserving. You need better boundaries in place, whatever it is. Until and unless you get that, you will keep mm-hmm. getting opportunities in the form of people to teach you. The second way is uh, we put the big wall up. We're like, nope, no one's getting near me or my heart again. We think it's coming from a place of strength and it's not. It's coming from fear. We see mm. it in, in, uh, in health too. People go to the most well-meaning doctors, coaches, healers, therapists to manage a stress-related symptom, illness, condition, disease. At the root of it is an unhealed betrayal. Um, or we, we all see it at work. People want to ask for that raise or promotion. They deserve it, but their confidence was shattered in the betrayal. So they don't have the confidence to ask and they're bitter and resentful instead. Or they want to be a team player, collaborative partner, but the person they trusted the most proved untrustworthy. How do they trust that boss, that coworker? So it shows up everywhere. Everywhere. Wow. So betrayal can manage the, the being unhealed and the area of betrayal can just manifest itself in literally any area yeah. of our life. And yeah. with, with all of the steps and you're, you have a person or a potential client or something mm-hmm. and they don't realize that y'all like, what is something that someone can do outside of taking your exam? Obviously mm-hmm. come and take an exam to see what is some type of self-check that we can do with ourselves to help get that light bulb turned on that we need to seek out um, someone such as you to help yeah. us. Yeah. And it's not even, it's not even me. I mean, it's our whole Institute. We have our certified coaches teaching daily classes and we have our signature programs that literally walk you through the five stages. We have a very unique uh, forum where it's, it's all meant to lift and inspire. There's, Mm -hmm. we don't have like the ain't it awful club where someone's like, Oh, this happened to me. Oh, you think that's bad. This happened to me. That just doesn't help anybody. No, no. 
you know, this is all based on the research and what's been proven to work. And we exclude anything that doesn't. Um, anyway, so what I, what I really would recommend is, you know, are you maxed out with your level of health and joy and abundance and relationships and success and all of that? If not, you're stuck. Mm. There's some limiting belief. There's something holding you back. And because there is no cap, there is no limit. We think there are limits because of the programming that we have based on that limiting set of beliefs or a past trauma. And even like with the past trauma, we keep finding ourselves in, in similar relationships, not because it's good, because it's familiar. Mm. So if you find that you're just, you know, you're still struggling with your weight, you're still struggling with your relationships, still struggling with your income, still struggling with your health, still struggling with all these things in life, that there's a limit there. You're stuck. And from hard to heal, the whole premise of it is to have you recognize it so you see it and get unstuck and move forward. And get unstuck and move forward. Wow, that's that's amazing. From hardened to healed. And you guys have an amazing set of programs and courses designed to help individuals do just that. Right? Yeah, there's there's truly nothing like it. Like how AA is to alcohol, we are to betrayal. And it's uh, it, it really is. It's like training wheels till you don't need them. The the idea of it, it's not a support group. It's mm -hmm. you know, it's not just to keep you stuck. I mean, every I used to say it's for people who've been betrayed by a family member, partner, friend, you know, to, to heal physically, mentally, emotionally. And I had to change it because I realized a lot of people um, are not ready to heal. And I know that sounds mm -hmm. crazy. Like, why would they want to stay stuck? They're getting so much benefit from their story and from you know, the sympathy and, and the whole victim stance, they're really not ready. Like, for example, you know, I had a great story. The most, everybody I trusted all betrayed me. But when you realize giving that story up, mm -hmm. you know, you get such a better story. You get to be the hero or the heroine of your story. I mean, think about it. I gave up that story. And, you know, I also learned rebuilding is always a choice, whether we re rebuild ourselves and move on. That's what I did with my family. It wasn't an option to rebuild with them. Or if the situation lends itself, if you're willing, if you want to, you rebuild mm -hmm. an entirely new from the ground up relationship with that person. That's what I did with my husband. So not long ago, as two totally different people, we married each other again. Uh, new rings, new vows, new dress, and our four kids is our bridal party. Um, but think about the story I have now. Yes, I had my victim story. Yes, I had my story of trauma. But now, you know, we're we're helping thousands of people. You know, we're certifying all kinds of doctors, healers, coaches, therapists to move people through the five stages. You know, the books, the podcasts, the the stuff, like that's a way better story. So, you know, we we realized we are not just for the people who want to stay stuck. For people who are ready to heal. Mm -hmm truly ready to transform, truly ready to move through the stages. There is nothing like this that exists. That is so awesome. That is so awesome. I really like um, what you said that some people, the benefit that they're getting right now from staying stuck oh, yeah. is why they can't move forward. But once you're ready, mm -hmm. once you're ready and that benefit or the pain in that position now uh, outweighs the benefits that you're getting, you'll make that choice to move forward. Yeah. Like yeah. even that woman you were speaking about, that couple you were speaking about, they don't, that, that poor woman doesn't think there's anything better. She has no idea 
There's a stage four and stage five. I mean, I see people transform. I don't know if there's anybody stronger than someone who's healed from betrayal. I mean, think about it. This was the person. These were the people who gave you a sense of safety and security. So when these are the people, that's the person who shatters that sense of safety and security. It's traumatizing. So when you rebuild yourself and your life after an experience like that, you essentially create a new identity. You you take all the parts you love and you leave behind everything that doesn't serve. But that happens in stage four and stage five. That woman you're speaking of, mm-hmm. she is stuck, stuck, rooted in stage three. I'm definitely sending her to your website. <laughs> definitely sending her to your website because it was really heartbreaking. Um, yeah. To see what was happening, you know. Uh, not that the gentleman wasn't taking ownership for what happened. He was totally taking ownership and that doesn't make you feel better, but I could not wrap my mind around why would you stay in something that was that miserable to you for so long. And to the point where, you know, you're making the whole situation even more toxic than, I mean, I don't want to say then what happened to her, but it wasn't good. And yeah, you know, she was looking for a one, two, three, fix it. But the fix it was to fix him and not her. And it wasn't, yeah. wow, it's you. Like he did that, but it was 40 years ago. Like, yeah, well, not even that. I mean, she she, she just needs to move through the stages. Yeah. And, and it's all in the order it is for a reason. We have experiential exercises and processes that take you from one stage to the next, that mm-hmm. if you did them out of order, it would backfire and it wouldn't work. Like it's all based on the, on the, the PhD study I did. Like it's not, I'm not just winging it here. You know? yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. This is amazing. Dr. Debbie, thank you so much uh, you. for sharing uh, your amazing tools with us. Um, listen, guys, go out to the PBT Institute and let these programs be a blessing to you as an entrepreneur, um, as a solopreneur, mompreneur, whatever you're doing as a career professional. Um, if you have some stuck points in your life that you're saying quite possibly maybe trace back to a past betrayal or a current betrayal, the goal is to be live our best life, right? To live to the, our fullest potential. And we want to make sure that we're doing that and that we're whole mind, body, spirit, and all. Every every piece of us, uh, Dr. Debbie pointed out, four solid pieces to make our table stable, those four solid legs. Are we healthy in those areas? And if not, let's do what the work. Let's do the hard work to get healthy in all four areas so that we can truly live out to our fullest potential. Dr. Debbie, thank you again. You guys, this has been an amazing, amazing, amazing episode of Laquita's Toolbox Live. Thank you so much. Please don't forget to leave those likes, comments, and hit those share buttons. Um, Leave us a rating out on the Apple Podcast and, and let us know. Give us the feedback. What do you think about what we're doing and what we can do better? Until next time, this is Laquita Monley and you guys be blessed. Have a great day.